0: Game set series. The NBA Finals is now over. The Milwaukee Bucks beat the Phoenix Suns by a final score of some points to some points, 105-98. The Suns, for the third time in their franchise history, have lost the NBA Finals in six games. The Suns, for the first time this season, have lost four games consecutively. At the hands of Giannis Antetokounmpo and his 50-point outburst, the Suns are headed back to Phoenix, losers of the NBA Finals once again. But you know what, folks? I'm okay with it. I made peace with whatever was going to occur in this series this morning. If we won tonight, fantastic. If we lost tonight, okay. You know what? This was an amazing season by your Phoenix Suns. Did you predict them going to the Finals before this season began? When we got Chris Paul, did you think that we stood a chance in the Western Conference, making it all the way to for a shot to win the Larry O'Brien Trophy? You know what? We're here now, yes, and you want everything. But you have to take time and appreciate what has occurred for the Phoenix Suns. I might sound a little weird when I say this. I won't say weird, but just off. Has anyone here ever seen the music, man? Henry Hill goes to River City, Iowa. When Henry Hill went to River City, Iowa, trying to sell boys' bands, Not a lot of the people in that city were really appreciative of everything that was occurring when he came. But as Shirley Jones reminded him at the end of that movie, you know, hearing and seeing how everybody reacted and seeing the city come alive, River City, Iowa, coming alive with the thought of a boys band coming to town. You know what? That's what the Suns did this season. All of a sudden, the Phoenix was alive. The fan base was alive. We had positive things to talk about. We had a team to root for into the playoffs, and they took us all the way to game six of the NBA finals. So you know what? Yeah, it sucks. Losing sucks. But let's be appreciative of what we've experienced this year. Let's be appreciative for who this team is and how they fought ever so hard. Because guess what? Giannis was the best player in this series, period. It's one of the best players in the league, period. It's one of the best players of all time, period. He's got two MVPs. Now he has a ring. There's nothing wrong in losing to that so yeah it sucks we lost but you know what we have each other and we're still gonna have a good time welcome ladies and gentlemen to the sun's jam session podcast and the sun solar panel podcast my name is john and although matthew is just now coming in it's gonna be awkward because he literally just joined boom matthew lissy welcome to the pod are we live right now we are live right now how you doing brother uh i'm
1: doing better um this is just weird. I don't know. First, just thanks, Jamsters, for joining us today or tonight. This is this is tough, dude. You sound chipper, but uh, I'm sure you're just forcing that shit, right?
0: <laughs> no, I've just I've made peace with this decision. We talked about it on our last podcast. You know what? It is what it is, and we still fought hard, and we had a fantastic uh, uh, year overall. You know, Coach Clone Founder says in the chat, "I want to complain, but I can't and I won't. I'm proud of this team. It was mm-hmm. a special year." During a difficult one. I absolutely
1: agree. I totally agree. Uh, Great year. Thank you for everything. Sons and sons
0: fans. It was great. It was great. Sucks to go out that way, but let's, let's go and bring Espo. How you doing guy? Uh, Sorry. It took an hour to bring you in.
2: I'm all right. Uh, Testing my musical theater knowledge, but wasn't he a scam artist that was bringing the band? wasn't. no? wasn't there. No instruments. It's just an interesting no, analogy. I'm, I'm well, just going to go there just to, just to start here.
0: Allow me to retort. Yes, there was instruments. He just couldn't teach music. So, yes, Henry Hill was a traveling salesman in The Music Man. He brought the instruments. His whole <laughs> thing was get all the money and leave town. But he couldn't leave because he loved Shirley Jones because she reminded him of what he did to that city and how he changed the way that every kid walking around felt that summer. We were those kids this summer walking around proud of the Suns team, you know, smiling through 115-degree heat at each other. So... Although, I, but I, I I do give you props for even knowing what the fuck I'm talking about.
2: And, and I'm glad I missed that intro. <laughs> and congratulations, <laughs> you if, you had the about. Prop, if you had the prop bet with DraftKings that we were going to talk the music man when the Suns lose game six, you just won $10,000, so congratulations. <laughs> now, look, this is very much like, and I tweeted this, but this is very much like the end of a loving relationship that just didn't work out. Right now, and I'm not going to blow smoke up uh, up your ass. I'm just going to tell you like it is. It sucks right now. It hurts. It's probably going to hurt for a few weeks. Eventually, we'll look back lovingly on it, though, because this was special. You know, and, and that's... It's tough right now to, to say that, and I know a lot of people don't want to. They want to complain. They want to blame. They want to point fingers. You're going to go through the five stages of grief with this. That's okay. It sucks. This may be the biggest what-if we've ever experienced by being up 2-0 in a finals, uh, thinking that you know the path was there, but we were just part of the brick in the road that was the path for the Milwaukee Bucks to do something special. And break their curse. And it's unfortunate because we know that sometimes it's 28 years between your chances in this. But in the end, it was a hell of a ride in your point, John. None of us really expected that this is where it was going to end. A lot of us thought, "Eh, if it ends in the first round, great. If it ends in the playing game, great. They took a step. They made it to the NBA finals. Mm -hmm. They skipped a lot of steps. But now they've kind of got that, uh, you know, that lump that it usually takes to then come back and compete. We'll see what they do next year. The nice thing is, because of this, you know, the weird COVID schedule, next year ain't that far away. We're talking two months before training camp. So buckle Amen. up. We got draft. We got free. We got all sorts of things coming up. But look, not easy right now. And, and as fans, it shouldn't be. This should hurt.
0: Shout out to James Kelly in the chat. He said, "Thank you so much for the podcast and writing out with, writing it out with us this year, fellas." Chins up, everybody. We have a bright future. Suns in twenty twenty two. Thank you ever so much for that sixty dollars in the super chat and sixty five dollars from Amy Rain. Says Suns had an amazing season, matching Suns win tally this season with the amount. Love you guys. Thank you again, everybody who's hanging out. Yeah, thank us. you. This really money makes
1: it's- everything better. So thanks. <laughs> <laughs> My controls everything around me.
0: You know what? Let's bring in Saul. He's he's giggling a little bit. How are you feeling, Saul?
3: <laughs> let's see you. Okay, let's see. You good? I forgot out invisible.
1: Saul
0: giggling? I don't uh, know.
3: Like yeah. Uh... First of all, I, I, I've been sick, so I, I've got a lot of drugs in my system just so I could get through the, the game tonight. Um, I, I will say this, there, dude, you know, when, when you have grief, people deal with it in different ways. And uh, you could see that as, as, as clear as you can in the chat right now. There's people that are like, celebrate the season. There's others that are like, don't talk about this, this was a good season. Um, I just remember um, watching this team. God damn it, I knew I was going to do that. Um, I, I just remember watching this team two years ago and they were playing the Pacers and they were getting the snot kicked out of them, you know, by like 40. Yeah. I was at that and, game. And uh, I, I just knew this was the one on the road. Um, oh, okay. I was and, not at that game. No, no. And I just remember thinking, Jesus, what what is going on here? How is this ever going to get better? Um, we have, we think we have the pieces, but are these pieces really the pieces that are going to take us to another level? Um, and now we're in the NBA finals and we competed and we got to six games and, and I'm not going to say that like, oh yeah, this is all, you know, roses and sunshine and rainbows and unicorns. But I will say this, um, when you look at those pictures of Giannis, uh, when he first got in the league and how scrawny, um, and apparently shorter. Much shorter he was.
2: I think it uh, was bad Photoshop. <laughs> that,
3: that might have been a bad Photoshop. Uh, he came and, into the
2: league <laughs> at Chris Paul's height. If ABC's photoshopping,
3: and, and then <laughs> and then you see um, where he is right now, and there's a growth in the development. And the one thing we never, I don't think, a lot of people even talked about is during this entire run, there wasn't one time that the Suns faced an elimination game, and you don't build calluses in the playoffs without having to face that fear head on. Um, and unfortunately for the sons, they had to face it in the NBA finals and you could tell, you could tell, uh, and there was one guy on that court that just did not give a damn tonight. Um, and he was clearly the best player tonight, clearly the best player in the series. He put that team on his back. Um, and you got to give them credit for that. You got to give him credit for that. I, I, I will. I have no shame in saying that I'm happy for Giannis that he won it. I wish it didn't come at our expense. By no means, it hurts me like hell. But dude, when Jordan won it, it was like, damn, dude, you already got two. Why can't you just let us have one? You know what I mean? Like, and and he's my favorite player of all time. But it still was like, oh man, f that. I don't like it. At least it it, it was one of the best guys in the NBA. One of the guys that um, Devin Booker across the way can look at and say, yeah. I can learn from his example um, and how to really carry a team and push us to another level. And I think of all people on that court tonight who very much learned that lesson, DeAndre Aiden. He got worked tonight, Mm -hmm. um, but I think that was a firsthand experience that he'll never forget. And just like Espo says, it leads to a two month offseason, and we're right back in it. Hell, the draft is next week. <laughs> Our so, yeah, agency
2: is like ten days away. Yeah, so it's not that long of a wait.
3: So Olymp- I, I, Olympics I, again. I'm just I I I'm proud of this team, dude. I'm just proud of this team. I'm proud of the city, and I'm proud of all the the non bandwagon fans that understand the big picture and where we've been, and possibly where we're going.
0: Absolutely. And you know, there's so much else to talk about on this edition of the Suns jam session and Sun Solar Panel Podcast. So again, we thank you, the jamsters, the flaming ballers who are spending these vulnerable moments following a defeat with us. Uh the season's over and what an amazing season it was. Uh, again, sucks to lose, but you know what? We're Suns fans. We're used to it. So uh on that note, everybody who has joined us, please hit the thumbs up button, please hit the subscribe button, and you can join and become an elite jamster or a flaming baller by clicking the join button in the chat. If you're listening on the bright side of the pod, uh, Sun Podcast Network, you can go ahead and hit the uh, subscribe button there as well. Uh, going to have me a nice Coors Light tonight, gents. Nice and easy. Uh, Got Matthew, one pineapple a Coors Light Hey, po- Coors, Coors Light Tanger guy. Pineapple. And I get so. to trade
1: these things out tomorrow, so I'm going to drink.
0: <sighs> so Who gives a shit about that? Let's just Should we be out. chugging with the fellas? No. Uh, one nah. more? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Crack him if you got him, Suns God, fans. I miss that so much. Oh, yeah, me too. It's been a while. Let's talk about this season and this Suns loss in the NBA Finals. It was an all-time performance by Giannis Antetokounmpo. 50 points, 13 rebounds, 5 blocks for the Bucs to beat the Suns tonight. And that's just kind of the the definition of this series. The Bucs were just a little bit better. Not in Game 3 when they blew us out by 20, but every other game they were just a little bit better. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. And they're walking home with the trophy. They are the ones who get to take, <laughs> <the> trophy. <laughs> yeah, second oh, in command, huh? <laughs>
2: that's painful on so many levels. Yes,
0: that. Uh, you, you know, for those I'm listening
2: sure. on the podcast uh, version, uh, John just put up the picture of Devin Booker and Chris Paul <laughs> holding me dressed as the Larry O'Brien Trophy. So painful on so many
3: levels. Can, can I say this real quick? Go shout out for. shout out to Paige Demacos with I, with with what I think is the tweet of the night. She said now would be a great time to announce an Aaron Rodgers trade. Just saying.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, he wasn't at the game, right? Chugging a beer. <laughs> Stick it to the Milwaukee fans. Yeah. No good.
2: You know, I don't want I don't want that bad juju. Good, good on the Milwaukee fans. They've waited just like us. They've yeah. put up with so much crap just like yeah. us. Good on them. No, Let them no. enjoy it and hopefully our turn comes around. Soon enough,
3: I I would I don't hate Milwaukee either, but I w- I would normally agree with you. However, the the fact remains, they had their good juju at the very beginning of their existence with the Lou cinder win. Mm-hmm. So I don't give a damn about Milwaukee tonight. They've
0: beat us. I twice appreciate now. the
3: fact that they yeah. they won. Yeah. They beat us twice now, and they have two championships. I, no, I'm not gonna celebrate for because some millennial wasn't didn't exist when they won their first. I'm not.
2: Uh, I'm not <laughs> celebrating. I'm just saying let's not be dicks about it, right?
3: Shout out to yeah. Byron
0: hey. Hess in the chat oh, yeah, for hundred dollars. Thank you for a great season. Looking forward to a uh, great to uh, next Thank season. Thank you, man. And I'll, and I'll tell you this, you know, you you can definitely count on Matthew and I continuing to crank out the content with the Olympics. With maybe we'll see. We we'll will see
1: that that bubble bath is running right now, man. With the <laughs> razor. I'm just,
0: so with the manscaped we'll razor. Part, yeah. Talk me off of it. You but um, I mean. Go ahead.
1: Matthew. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I can't really hate the Milwaukee fans because I don't know him personally. I don't even hate LeBron, you know, so whatever. Good for them. You know, Anyways, LeBron personally? Yeah. It's different.
0: Well, and I <laughs> yeah. I have some. I'm the one that
1: I, I pick out his wardrobe every night. So. <laughs>
0: I'm. I have job. some Milwaukee fans in my life, and I will say this. You know, one uh, for the true Bucks fan that I know, Todd Jacobson. I'm happy for you, brother. We talked basketball for a ton of times when you know when you worked with me uh, back when you couldn't even say Giannis's name right. And I- I'm happy that you know you get to celebrate this. I'm happy we get to be friends again because we haven't been friends during the series. But for the majority of my other Bucks fans, like listen. This is like your fifth favorite team. Like you love the Packers, then you love like Wisconsin basketball, then you love like the Brewers, then you love Wisconsin football, and then you love the Bucks. Uh, so enjoy it. You know, for those of you who remember that you had a team in Milwaukee, you know, passive aggressive congratulations. Uh, but I am happy for Giannis. I am happy for PJ Tucker, former Phoenix Suns. I think I'm happy for almost everybody on that team outside of Pat Conanton. Because oh, if you on, look, Bobby Portis too, and Bobby I'm, Portis, yes, I'm going to wake two. up in the
2: middle of the night and all I'm going to see is those two eyes, and I'm just going <laughs> to feel them looking at me for like the next week and a half, like uh, uh, just ugh. something. I said I don't think I could uh, could dislike any of the Bucks at the beginning of the season series. Uh, I don't really like Bobby Portis very
1: Client much. Connington's
0: too beautiful. Client is too beautiful. No, I, hate, I feel like man, just walking around, just. Working that shit. Well, and Connington had that 14 points <laughs> off the bench tonight, a four for six, all from three, I mean, and, and, and two free throws. So he really he, – he was kind of that dagger that we needed to avoid tonight. And I see you, King Mo, in the chat. Yes, do, do you think Paul will stay – you know that's a conversation for another time. I don't want to go. I don't want to go super long or super deep into this giggity to this podcast on offseason acquisitions. What we think? I think that that's something that we can talk about at another time and place. I think that right now it's just a good time to reflect on the season that was. You know, this is a a team that when we acquired Chris Paul, a lot of Suns fans, myself included, like thought the four seed would be fantastic. It would be the next step in where we were headed. And we just went to the NBA finals and we went through some good teams. We beat L.A. twice. We beat Denver. Uh, You know, it's been it's been a a fantastic run for this team. And I think that's time that we just kind of reflect and appreciate, man. I mean, Saul's on the drugs. What do you think?
3: (laughs) It's hard. What was your
0: favorite moment of this season?
3: Jesus Christ, are you serious right now? Like there's so many. many. I I mean there's there's not a favorite moment. Like I just enjoyed the ride. And and we try to talk about that every week, you know, even when things look like they were a little bit down, like, dude, just enjoy the moment. And and I'm sorry, but if you're if you're so damn irate right now, that means that every single loss you just took way too hard. You gotta talk to somebody and just figure it out because <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, hey, listen, this team this team had such a remarkable run. It did and and it teased us a little bit by getting to the finals and winning the first two games. and you're like, oh my God, this could happen. This is going to happen. you know And the problem with with the casual fan versus uh, you know a diehard and somebody that watches every single game and, and understands basketball is it, there was a lot of fool's gold out there and thinking that the Bucs were just going to roll right over. And right after game two, we talked, and I said, listen, this Bucs team's not going to roll over. They're not going to, and they didn't. They have a guy on that team that's going to consistently keep you in every single game. And then you throw in Middleton, who just was about as clutch as you could hope for from any player, um, especially in the last three games. He was unbelievable. So, again, the Suns – have a very young team minus Chris Paul and Jay Crowder. They just do. They have a bright future. Hopefully, you can't just rely on that. I think, and the most important thing right now, I trust James Jones and I trust Monty Williams. And those two guys, I don't give a shit what you think about their schemes or at least Monty's schemes tonight and his substitution patterns. Guess what? It's his first fucking finals too. And there's adjustments that need to be made. And he's going to learn as well. Nobody knocks it out of the the park the first time unless you have a legendary first ballot Hall of Fame legend like Michael Jordan or Kobe on your team. And we don't have that right now. We just don't.
2: He made adjustments. I mean, Frank Kaminsky out of nowhere looked brilliant in the moments he played. Like, this isn't on any one person. We, you know what this is on? Us thinking that there wasn't a superstar in this series. There wasn't a Michael Jordan type in this series. Giannis was that guy. We overlooked it because of the injury and and just because we thought, well, he's not, you know, it's it's Giannis, it's Milwaukee. No, shame on us for overlooking some of that too. Uh, and I think the Suns themselves overlooked it a bit and, and got, as Monty likes to put it, happy on the farm when you were up 2-0, right? Look, I, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna begrudge anybody for being angry. People process this crap in different ways. If you want to be angry, fine. As long as you're not doing anything stupid, I welcome you being angry. Process this how you need to. I'm frustrated. I get it. I, I understand it. Like I said at the top, this is probably now the biggest what if in Sun's history. Is yep. what if they could have figured this out in some way. With a 2-0 lead in the finals. You're allowed to be pissed off right now if you are. But for me, the favorite part of the season was everything before the last four games, right? <laughs> this whole run until these last four games were were fantastic. We're special. And I don't I'm gonna get sappy and I don't give a crap because Dave's not here to yell at me about it. Uh, you know, I gotta sit there and it hit me after game Game five, my little daughter, my four-year-old sitting there and she starts crying and I go to myself, but I don't want to teach her that this is what we're <laughs> going to cry over, that this is what it's so heartbreaking in life that we can't overcome this. And I looked at her and I said, we have each other. We've had fun with this. It's okay if they lose in this situation. The sun's still going to come up tomorrow. And that, that hit me finally after 37 plus years of, of beating myself up over this crap that maybe we should just enjoy it. And that's why I'm not sitting here trying to flip over desks right now. Like, but, but if that's the way you're going to go through it, more power to you. You're now I'm getting
1: emotional. Now I'm getting emotional. You bring the four year old in and all that crying. It's, that's what it's all about, right? Family and all that, and just watching these yep. games together. And honestly, if you're going to get emotional, it's fine. I mean, I feel like Espo read my last article on Brightside. Yes, I do write for Brightside once in a while. And yeah, <laughs> deal with it how story. you want. <laughs> but I, I'm so proud. I, I'm proud of Giannis, And he took the steps to get there, right? They lost so many times in the playoffs leading up to this championship. And that's the one good thing to take away from it. If you're going to lose a series and lose the finals to a team, it might as well be the Bucks, and it might as well be Giannis and Middleton who really fought their ways as underdogs who were just forgotten. Yeah, And they showed up. They were impossible to stop, man. Giannis, every time the Suns, there was a loose ball, a little bit of phlegm, sorry, a, little, a loose ball, a rebound that wasn't captured by the Suns, it's hard to even look at the next possession because you know – or even that possession as it is, because you know they're gonna score somehow because they're just they're deadly, those two are just too deadly, and that was really it. I mean, anytime they would come down the floor, I'm like, all right, they're gonna score. They're just I mean, the last game they couldn't miss a shot, but this game, absolutely, they they seriously just they seem like a team that was just destined to win in the last five minutes, and that's why the last five minutes I actually listened to Al McCoy. So when I came into this game, I was thinking I would just listen to Al McCoy and then get into the group and then start watching it, but it's the totally opposite. And I listen to Al McCoy, and he he kind of made me feel a little bit better because he was congratulating the Bucks and how they deserve this. And it's so true. It it, it really is. And whatever happens next season happens. But this team, I, I would
3: rather lose to them than any other team right now in the league. Dude, could you imagine if we just lost to the Brooklyn Nets right now? Yes, how, that's... How, how, like, crappy I think I would feel more than this. You'd because, feel robbed. Yeah, because, yeah. listen, Milwaukee did everything similar to what the Suns have done, right? Years of building that team. They also only won like 15 games one year, like Giannis' first or second year. Like it took a while for them to build to get to this. Now we Mm -hmm. kind of microwaved the situation in this past season, obviously starting in the bubble, but at the same time, like Milwaukee did it, quote unquote, the right way, or at least the the more more feasible way for a smaller market, right? Um, Whereas Brooklyn is just like, pulling dudes in Harden Kyrie Katie who all want to play together and they're trying to manufacture a championship out of thin air um and to me it's like it's not it's not you know I'm not going to knock it in terms of what's right or what's wrong but it feels if there's something artificial about that compared to what Milwaukee did and what the Suns are currently doing
2: look if you want to feel bad for somebody if you know it's it's Al, like uh, okay. I'm. I actually am getting emotional over this, but it it's Al McCoy. Mm. Guys, 88. How many more chance? I mean, yes, we've got a great young core, but how many more chances does Al have to call a potential NBA champion? Right. That yeah. sucks for me. This guy, more than any of us, has dedicated his heart, his soul, literally his life since 1972. This franchise, and since 1958 to the city, if anybody deserved to sit there uh, and feel bad after this, it's him, man. I know a lot of people listening may not even know really Al because the radio isn't you know the cool thing anymore. But man, I sitting here and thinking about about him, uh, a gentleman I've had the privilege to to know and, and call a friend. I feel bad for him.
3: I spoke to him two weeks ago about about this series, and I said, you know, what do you think? He's like, well, I hope we pull it out, but if we don't, it's still the ride of a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And I think Al would absolutely say that, like, yeah, it sucks that we lost, and it sucks that he doesn't get to be a part of a, a championship celebration, but every day calling Suns games is a championship in itself for him. Um, that's why he loves what he does and that's why he's as good as, as he is. And that's why he's a classic and that's why he's so beloved. And yeah, it hurts for us because we want to see him win it for sure. But, um, you know, Al's just a one of a kind man. And he, he probably has the perspective right now that none of us could even fathom. Um, and, and it really probably just relishes being in the moment.
0: Precisely. And again, that's what it is. It's perspective. And he has the ability and always has to see things through the, the greater lens and the greater importance. And that, you know, for me, that is what the best part of the season was. It was the chance to come to you every time a game ended, going live with Matthew, having you guys come and join us during the playoff run. It's just special. Having Dave call games thinking the Suns are gonna win in eight games because he can't do math,
3: <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> chugging with the fellas, you know, everything that you know this it's city months, it is. It's 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 fun. That's what this was. This was fun. Does it suck at the end? Absolutely. But having nephew Hayden over and watching the Valley Oop together and and having that community going to four peaks, watching games together. uh, And again, just being here with the Jamsters all over the world. This was the spot that they came after these games to talk about the the highs and the lows. And yeah, we're on a low. But there's something that I like to tell my team at work all the time is, you know, life is full of peaks and valleys. And how ironic is it that the valley is now in a valley again? But you know what? (laughs) Peaks... You know, you have to appreciate when you're on the peak and we not have might not have reached the pinnacle, but we're right there. And you have to appreciate what this season was because we know what those valleys look like. We know what darkness looks like. We know what it's like to watch a team when everybody else has turned off the the station or they've switched to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, because that's more interesting than watching the Suns get blown out by 40 points to the Pacers on the road. You know, we know what it's been like to go through those. So you have to appreciate this moment. Yeah, it sucks. But you have to appreciate that we were here, that everybody every night tuned in to watch the Phoenix Suns play basketball and got to see what we've watched, uh, you know, M- James Jones and Monty Williams put together. And to see them talk about Monty Williams and the Suns, you know, for five minutes of their entire broadcast was really special.
2: You you want perspective? Six years ago this night, pretty sure it was this night. I was sitting in Las Vegas at the end of uh, two weeks having been there the beard looked like this and that was only after 2 weeks because that's what vegas does to you if you stay more than 3 days right and i'm sitting at uh, the thomas and Mack center for a sun summer league championship game it's devin booker's first experience as a as a member of the suns and that was what got us excited was oh my gosh summer suns could win a title and like somehow that was what was so meaningful right and you fast forward those six years later. And yeah, it, it sucks. But the perspective is Devin Booker went from some guy we were hoping might be Clay Thompson Light mm-hmm. to a guy that dropped 40 points in a final. And sure, say what you want about his game six. I, I, twice. I don't care. But mm-hmm. dropped 40 twice in the mm-hmm. finals. Took this team and, and helped them make a magical run. Finally, something's happened here. Finally, there has been growth. Finally, something has grown in the desert. And we went through the timeline and and the freaking, you know, Lindsay Hunter era and the Earl Watson era. We had plenty of, of salesmen trying to sell us a band in Phoenix and nobody knowing how to play instruments. Well, we finally got a coach who knows how to teach them how to play those things and make some damn beautiful music. So, you know what? Maybe they didn't win it all, but I I feel like thinking back on that, we have come one hell of a long way in that time. We've all experienced a lot together, in particular over these two months, and I wouldn't trade that in for where we had been the last 11 years, because that's what we're looking at. Would you rather be talking about draft prospects right now, and listening to every guy and his brother tell you they're freaking big board that you don't give a crap about. Talking about college guys you've never heard of that you don't really give any—you don't give two—and fire up the swears for kids. Shits about. <laughs> or would you rather be talking about a team that just lost in the finals? Things we I could be, know.
3: Things we could be talking about right now how big of a step is Jalen Smith going to take next year? And how vital is it for them to make the playoffs? Like, can, can I, just know I was thinking summer league in talk about, that? Was thinking so about
1: that with five minutes left in the game. Jalen Smith, I wonder how he's going
0: to do next year. Just so you know, our next podcast, Matthew and I are going to talk about our big boards. And, uh, I know. I mean, We've got to sometime, right? <laughs> yeah. I have no idea it's who the guys tiny tiny even board. are. I have no little idea who the boards. guys even are. Yeah. Our little boards of who, who's going to be available in the draft. but
2: I don't give a crap about <laughs> anybody's big boards. You better the watch. first person to put one out tomorrow is getting a block. I'm you just know, telling you
3: that. You know what I do care about is where is all this money going and how come we haven't it, seen a dime of no it? It's going to Lissie's Invisalign, all right? It's <laughs> going <laughs> to his new iPhone is where it's going to.
2: You know yeah, what it's going to go to? It's going to go win. to me shaving this damn beard because it costs like 60 bucks. To get
1: oh, yeah. this thing trimmed off tomorrow. This yeah. this is free. I see a toothpick.
0: <laughs> rub it up against it. And Matthew <laughs> did get an iPhone. He just has no idea how to set it up. Right, Matthew? No, I,
1: I just have not had the time. When you get an iPhone, you have to buy everything that comes with it, go get the case and all that shit. So I have not had time. Tomorrow I would be there.
0: So the chat will be blue here very
3: soon. Oh, generally. cool. Just in time for us to break up. Cool. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> or
0: start a new adventure together. I love Josh Hunt
2: in the chat. Money goes to Espo's offshore account in Kaminsky Cove. How (laughs) I wish that were true. It
0: actually goes to Langston
1: Lagoon. I was looking for that tank top too, man. Yeah, the Frank the Tank one.
3: Speaking
2: of Langston, did anybody see the suit jacket with shorts that he walked into the finals with today? All orange?
3: Don't hate on that. I'm and not I would, hating on it. I'm I, I, I will yeah. tell you this right now. I just got measured for a suit for my wedding coming up in December and my man said, "Listen, when you're done with the wedding, you come back here. I'll hook you up with a pantsuit suit with shorts." And I was like, "Fuck yeah. <laughs> yes. We're on, baby." <laughs> orange. Oh, so, or is the orange. Is the
2: you do the orange.
3: It's a uh, buck's green actually. No, I'm just kidding It's, it's navy blue. It's navy blue. <laughs> Who's <laughs>
1: best men? us?
0: Are we yeah,
1: are in fact, we sorry,
3: invited? You're not yeah. even invited.
1: What not even? The, <laughs> How fun
2: On the best man in your own relationship, lose a you be and not
0: invited to the wedding. World. Yeah, I, I
1: thought, thought we had a l- connection.
3: You're taking, you're taking two L's tonight, Lassie. Lissy.
1: Matthew Lassie. 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 Yeah. Lassie. Matthew Lassie. Matthew Lassie. Lassie. Not gonna Matt. watch that movie tonight.
0: Hey. <laughs> gentlemen, right?
2: gentlemen. Uh, I, I, I've got some breaking news here that's just been handed to me. Uh oh. DraftKings free-to-play pools are keeping it cool all summer long. Choose from a wide variety of free contests to enter the pool and answer a handful of questions. Make picks for free and grab your share of $10,000 in weekly prizes. That's right, $10,000 in weekly prizes just by diving into DraftKings party pools today. Entering one of DraftKings' free-to-play pools is simple. Just download the DraftKings app, head to their pool pages, select from one of their many options, and I'm not going to read Wacky Weather Wednesday because tomorrow ain't going to be wacky for any of us, regardless of what the weather is. You can make your picks, watch the action unfold. Entries with the most correct answers will be deemed the winners, just if you were wondering. Ooh, that uh, now that you know how to play, download the DraftKings app. Sign up using code Dry Heat. <laughs> All the players will have a free shot at grabbing ten thousand dollars in weekly prizes without spending one freaking dime. That's code Dry Heat to feel the sweat because in Arizona in July, you want to feel that sweat. Only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Had to do that one final time and fake the enthusiasm on a somber night
0: it's pretty well done i gotta admit like you've gotten really good at that that's all that practice you're (laughs) having you're getting so good at it so you know i don't know what else to talk about
3: can i I say (laughs) this you know when you troll other people you're gonna get trolled so you know don't feed the the trolls i will say this that sun's in four meme it's not coming back in our favor right now. Just so you all know, yeah, if you hey. haven't seen it on social, how many games does the Suns lose? Uh, it's like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that
1: guy's probably going to gain a little bit of weight and it might be off the rails for him, right? Or no. Yeah. I hope the best for him, but I'm just saying. <laughs> leave, him, leave
3: him alone. <laughs> I hope the best for him, but I think he's going on all night bender. And he, <laughs> he might never oh, bounce oh, back.
0: Get like a two-month cool. bender of just like, <laughs> he made his money. Piece yeah he did make
3: he did. money. Yeah. talk about somebody that took advantage of their 15 freaking minutes yeah. man My he doing, man, there.
1: he got to meet paris hilton and all that dude. the meme Honest that goes about. with
2: it that's assault brother uh, if anybody remembers that from uh from, i forget which movie it's from but it's a gif i like to use a lot oh, what is that, that is from i i don't remember but it fits for that meme too so you know what you're right though it all comes back and we're gonna take a lot of crap from uh from different fan bases, I've already taken some from Clippers fans and Lakers fans. Nah, it was know. Billy Madison. Thank you to the chat. I don't I really care about those. Brother.
3: I don't really care about the teams that we beat, and I don't care about them being injured and blah 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 blah. I don't oh, care. But what God. I will say is, Dave King is in the chat, and I didn't think he was going to show up today.
0: Wow! Yeah. What up, Dave King? Welcome, welcome, Dave welcome. Still got the Suns
4: in eight. Dave, so eight eight we're good tonight. Are, yeah, are so, the Suns playing?
0: Suns in eight.
3: Suns and eight. <laughs> hey, what was the mood like in the building? You went to the to the watch. Oh, the mood. Yeah, yeah. So okay.
4: All right. Well, I'm sure you guys already recapped all the wonderful, awesome season that we just finished. Man, I tell you what, the mood in the building, that was incredible tonight. That was so cathartic, actually. I needed that. It didn't matter if the I mean, obviously, it would have mattered if the Suns won the game. Everybody wanted the Suns to win the game. But being able to enjoy the the just the joy of that game and watching the Suns fight so hard, even though they couldn't make any big shots. And the Bucks, they, you know, they failed in the finals four years in a row before they got this far. And then they hit every freaking big shot in the last three games. More power to them. They know they knew how to win this one because they'd been through the hardships. And the Suns didn't. And the Suns, I mean, obviously, you guys are, I'm sure you already talked about DeAndre and came up a little bit small tonight.
3: Um, uh we actually haven't Can't gotten into please. any details of the yeah. game. We've just been talking about the season. We're not allowed this. to. Yeah.
4: Oh, well, okay. Well that's <laughs> fine. No. So the mood in the building was incredible. And you know what? I'm gonna remember that mood for the rest of my life. It doesn't matter. Uh I just I'm so glad I went to the game and I went with some family who have been so supportive during all my bad seasons that I've been still trying to watch this. <laughs> team and cover this team and then they get to and experience this joy it's it's just been wonderful i'm, I'm so proud I'm i fan.
3: i will say this um and, and, and i'm trying not to look towards next year by any stretch of the imagination but i will say this i've had the feeling the entire playoffs especially once chris paul got a little dinged up and a little hurt that you know my man is is about to, he's going to be 37 when we start our next season mm-hmm. and um you know those bumps and bruises tend to wear on you quite a bit as you get older as we all know well at least dave and i know uh, and and you don't bounce back as well and i kept feeling like man if the suns only had like one more like legit score right um i think mikhail bridges could grow into that or cam johnson could grow into that but i'm talking about somebody that can that can do a little bit of, uh, of everything, like a DeMar DeRozan type hmm. or something like I that. Because I know game. he's going to be available. Hmm. Um, and, or, available, or 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 oh, Kawhi will be available, and or uh, DeAndre Aiden Kawhi, Kawhi taking be a massive. Okay. I mean, uh, he'd be all right. He'd be all right. Be gosh, all right. You know, it's just yeah, a partial tear yeah, of the ACL. You know, yeah. He'll be available for the playoffs next year. Yeah, him and Saric um, will come out
0: yeah. of the ACL land together. It, yeah, well, yeah,
3: and then anyway, and, or Da taking a giant step, which I think yes, um, in the well, next he He did take it defensively. He took a giant step. I I, I think there's um, still a lot left in the tank and for development on the offensive side of the ball, and I think he'll get there eventually for sure.
2: Yeah. Look, it's it's prove it season. Prove this is yeah. different. It's, it's Robert Sarver, James Jones, it's season. Let's let's see what oh, they do. I mean, that's, man,
4: guys, I'm not prepared to talk about I'm
3: no, not, I'm not saying we talk Sarver.
4: about it. No, we're I'm not. I'm just saying that's where we're going. No. We're just throw, you guys both just talked day. about it. Yeah. So
1: it's too late.
3: Come to solar panel on Saturday, and we'll be talking about just that.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, The yeah, uh, Well, free like nine days Robert away. Starver so we better start talking about it.
1: Yeah. If you don't want to be emotional, don't watch Monty's post game conference.
4: It oh, looks no. terribly emotional. I haven't seen so. anything. Uh, yeah, I'll, yeah. Check just, I'll check it out. I'll check it out after this. Drop people off. But, I walked but, in the door. I gave love my, uh, my girl just a kiss and I came up here.
0: So love you too, Chef Jason. Man, <laughs> you know, I
3: love I'm, you. I'm, Vo- Voida, just Voida? Well, yeah. Sir, that's a good uh, it's Monty. Yeah, that's, it's my, it's Holy my, crap. Monty was in the Bucks locker room.
0: He was in the Bucks locker room? Is he getting Giannis
3: on our team? He, he was literally in the Bucks locker room. Was he? Congrats. Oh, good on him. He's talking to them right now. Yeah. Because he's, he's the, the man, man, dude. Because Monty he's Williams is a good human being. Monty yeah. is just the best, dude. He just, he really is, man. He just gets it. You know, is and, adopted-
0: and, and to, to one of the, you know, the points that you were making, one of you were making earlier, what this does long term for the Suns, you remember, think about the culture that we've developed here and, and seeing that right there as part of that culture is Monty Williams going to the opposition after the NBA Finals and talking to them, giving them, you know, congratulations. All that's going to do is breed, you know, yeah, maybe we do need that tertiary score. There's going to be a line of guys who are going to want to come to Phoenix now. There's going to be a line out the door of people who want to come be a part of this, where you already have Devin Booker, where you already have this great young... You know you
4: can get to the Finals next year.
0: Yes, you absolutely can. We could be that team. And now we have that vaunted thing that no one gave us credit for, which was experience. And to Saul's point, or Espo, or somebody's point earlier, definitely not Matthews. It's <laughs> the fact that the Suns. This is their first true playoff run, so. and, the, and the and the Bucks. Matthews so salty tonight. Matt, uh, they've been through it the past two, three seasons. They they've had those, uh, uh, you know, those struggles, those strifes, those series ending, you know, plays. They've had the media jump there. Go for
3: it. Can I uh, share my screen? Yeah, sure. share. You guys want to listen to what Monty just said at the yeah, podium? Oh, absolutely.
2: If I wanna cry, sure.
3: Oh, I got you. I got <laughs> you. Uh here we go. Oh man, this might hurt a little bit. All right, you guys ready? Oh, where's do my button? Oh, oh, I know I'm trying to find my stupid there it is. Okay.
4: Go ahead. Is that gonna take a while.
3: I think it's gonna take me a minute you know um wow I just don't take it for granted
1: it's hard to get here and uh
3: I wanted it so bad you know Hard to process right now. It's hard, you know. That's that's all.
0: Thank you, Coach. Oh, Jesus!
3: Oh,
4: yeah. Wow! Thanks so long to
1: Chris Paul for letting that guy down. I swear to God. Hey, oh, hey, hey! I'm hey, joking. I'm Man. just kidding.
2: Look, I, just point I wanted to make. That's the guy you want, though. That's the guy that cares so deeply that he goes out there, and you feel it when he talks about that. You feel how much that hurts for him. Like I, you, I, we've all heard a lot of guys sell a lot of stuff to us from that coach's seat. Monty Williams, is the first guy that that I genuinely believe what's coming out of him, and go oh, the players. And, yeah, and you can see that. That's why these guys got where they were going. That's why that stuff didn't feel cliche or kitschy with him when he was saying that stuff, because they knew it came from a place of uh, of deep caring, a guy that puts everything into it. Uh, you know, and and the fact that he's like that and he still want to congratulate the Bucks.
4: I mean, they're... Well, he that's the kind of, that's
2: a kind of person you, you want.
4: Yeah, he I mean, look, I, I haven't seen what he said to the Bucks, but I can imagine. I mean, he knows the struggles they've gone through to get us to get all this way. I mean, they have, look, ah, this isn't a Bucks podcast, but man, they failed four years in a row in, in ways that we would just be like, oh, God, this sucks. You know, it, it would be tough for us to handle four straight years of coming up short in the second round and in conference finals. And I mean, we were guys, we've been extremely lucky to get all the way to the finals in the first year of success with this team. Now the team knows where they need to be and how much it took to get there and what they've got to do better. Hopefully they know it, but this is your best opportunity and it's the best learning experience you can have. I'm so proud of these guys. I'm so proud of these guys. And, um, this is just sets us up for uh, the next few years. Um, there was a uh, be- bleacher report Mo doc Hill. He's actually a really good uh, writer, uh, whatever you might think of bleacher report, but he power ranked like the next three years of all the NBA teams. And he put the sun's third. He had Milwaukee first because they're all under contract, but he put the sun's third. Uh, this is a, this is going to be a good team for years. And we're thankful to Monty Williams, James Jones and the core of this team that's ready to keep going.
0: I like what uh, David Wington said in the the chat. He says asterisk because Dario was hurt.
4: Well, you know what? Milwaukee got a little bit of a break um, playing a totally inexperienced Suns team in the finals, playing the Nets with only one of their three stars. I mean, I'm I'm tired of this um, um, stuff. They deserve yeah. everything they got. absolutely they do. Yeah, I'm, they I'm nice not deserved everything they got.
3: Exactly. I'm not going to downplay either one of these teams for winning a championship. Giannis At the end of the day, nobody's going to give it. They're, they're not going to give a damn about who the hell was playing in the playoffs versus who wasn't. It's it's did you get the job done? And they did, and that's that. And so did the Suns all the way up until the finals. Like I don't care who was hurt. Uh, you know, there's been so many things in our history where. We've had the bad luck, and you know we got a little bit of a run of good luck on our on our side, and we took advantage of it. And good teams take advantage of your weaknesses, and that's what the, the Suns did. Nate, I'm not really going to Two words.
0: Two words. It's it's simple. Champions adjust. That's what happened. The series. The champions adjusted. That was a
1: big dick book.
0: No, that's three words, and we use that after he scores forty points. Uh, but the two words that I constantly talk about uh, with my teams. And, and to people, it, it, you know, if you want to be a champion, you have to adjust. You have to take a look at what the opposition is doing and adjust to it in order to beat them. And that's what, you know, you have to give credit where credit is due. That's what the Bucs did consistently in this playoff series. And the Suns were just a little bit worse in all games, but game three where they were a lot worse. Uh, and, it's, you know, that's just the way it goes. Okay. So, Well, you know, in you-
4: Milwaukee, was a lot worse for more games than the Suns were a lot worse. So. I don't, I'm not even gonna like hold the third game against the Suns. They didn't know where they were. They didn't know how they mm-hmm. could, how good they had at being up 2-0. They obviously thought they could give a game away, and uh, then all of a sudden Milwaukee just decided not to miss any clutch shots. Look, uh, can we have you guys gone through the the Frank Kaminsky praise? A
0: article? little bit, Espo yeah. touched that on it dude very briefly. Falls
4: out tonight. I was just like, oh, God, Frank's in. And he, <laughs> he scored. I felt like he scored 20 points and, and grabbed 10 rebounds and had five blocks the way he was playing. It was just so nice to see Frank not crap the bed. So well, thank you, Frank, for showing up in the in the finals game six. Thank you. But that
2: spoke to me, again, about Monty. This guy is another guy that hardly played, right, throughout this series, and, and not a lot of minutes in the playoffs. His His minutes were all around... Uh, You know the map all year, and in the biggest game of their season, he still found a way to come in and have an impact. They had guys night in night out that they had guys that would step up that you just didn't expect in moments. This team has heart. What they have to battle now is the disease of more the desire that you know money can start to rip a group apart, or or ego can rip a group apart. They have to find a way to keep what made this team special and not let it go and grow because the West does not get any easier. I think it's gonna take and nobody nobody can sit here and tell you the path will be easier next year. No, but the Suns not now can grow and, and, and hopefully be more prepared for that harder road. And if I if I'm gonna walk into a room, I'll take Monty Williams over any any of the other coaches. That that could help a team prepare for what it's like to try to bounce back from coming this close and not finishing it off.
0: Espo, if you and I ever start a band, can we call it the Disease of More? Yes, That's or Kaminsky f- Cove. Well, that'll be our first single.
2: Okay, um, I'll, I'm can I fine. Be can I By be the, the way, groupie? Viva LeBron in the yes. chat can uh, can shut up. All right, uh, just a. Uh, just a little bit for, for him. Uh, another troll in the in the chat tonight. Yeah. The pineapple, Mr. Pineapple speaking a little bit. <laughs> <about> People <laughs> Anyways, oh. yes, we can start to ban the disease of more with our first more. single, Kaminsky Frank Kaminsky. Cove.
0: And a and uh, shout out to Frank. You know, I mean, and again, you know, this wasn't a series where he was necessarily uh, expected to be productive. He had six points in the series up until tonight. And he had six points in his first seven minutes this evening. And... You know, again, it just it goes to show you that this team, the depth of this team is one thing that as, as we look at the way the roster was constructed, that was our weakness was our lack of bigs because we had a ton of guards and we didn't have to, we couldn't play any of the guards come the NBA finals. Now, granted, they were uh, of use early in the se- er, in the playoff run when Chris Paul was out with COVID, one Moore got minutes. Uh, but there was a lot of guys who didn't have an opportunity to play. And, you know, as we look at next season, Which will be on our next podcast. Check us out later. You know, we'll start talking about some of these things (laughs) that that could occur and how some of these contracts can be flipped. I think that the most desirable contract to be flipped going into the next season, unfortunately, uh, can't be flipped because Dario Saric's knee is is you know he blew out his knee. And you can't trade that contract now. That was a that was a very sexy contract that you could have paired with a guard to get a big. And that'll be something I'll be talking on the next edition of the Sun's Jam Session Podcast.
2: You can trade it, but you need to send sixty cartons of SIGs with it. Yes, so that's And sad. they have
0: to be reds, <laughs> marble reds. They don't they have to be look. in crates. Crates, look, yes. There, Good there, style.
2: there are yeah. plenty of uh, there's plenty of time to look at the roster.
4: Yeah, yeah. Yes, Steven
0: Adams, I'll just say no, his contract's yeah. too big.
4: What dude, the, dude, the dude makes $30 million a year. Yeah. No, it's, we it, 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 no <laughs> way. If we're just talking about big ne-
2: Enos Cantor, uh, can marching <laughs> Gortat come out of retirement? Uh, JaVale uh, McGee, hashtag look, JaVale McGee. Mark West, how are you doing? I, I, I If I hear people stop for
4: Enos later. Cantor, I'm going to ban him. <laughs> the dude, that's the reason Dame Lillard wants out of Portland. The difference between the Suns and the Blazers was DeAndre Aiden and you want to go? Oh, let's take the Blazer Center instead. That's that's why Dean Lillard wants out because it, it, was it was a joke, Dave. <laughs> Nobody no, said other he people are going to stump for no, him. No, they like, will. Aaron, they absolutely is. will.
3: Every In In name fact, will be thrown I at us.
4: One of the five people on this podcast is going to stump for him at some point. They ain't going to be my
3: ass. I know that. I'm not, even, I'm, not, I'm not even. I'm not even paying attention, Dave. I'm not sure right that shoes Light
4: gray hat's probably going to stump for him. The
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. guy yeah. with the green, the, the green chat, right? Me? Yes, the green chat guy. non <laughs> iPhone guy. Sorry, Dave. I'll get out of your life. And that makes feel better. <laughs> uh, Matt, I'll you know leave I'm you.
4: Look, kind of, but you yeah.
0: <laughs> know what. <laughs> Is there any final thoughts that you have that you gentlemen have that you want to share about the 2020 2021 Phoenix Suns before we depart?
2: Yes, very much like the end of high school. I want to thank all the new friends we've made, uh, the sign my yearbook guys. Yeah, yeah, sign, sign my yearbook, my cast, my broken heart, whatever you want to sign. Uh but no, but seriously, to everybody who has sat in that chat, the the flaming ballers, the jamsters, uh John Matthew, I mean, we've along this ride, we've made people that I genuinely think—well, maybe not Lissy—but I genuinely think we could call friends. I'm just kidding, man. I,
1: <laughs> I, I
2: genuinely years. think we can call friends. And you wouldn't
1: even miss the- me, anyways, right? I will, I
2: will miss <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah.
3: And uh, uh, Another one guy gonna go on a bender and never come back. <laughs> like, a dragon <laughs> bender with in four guy. Yeah. Hey, look, I'll be look, though, go ahead.
2: in all seriousness, though. I, you know, this—the best part of this is that we got to build a stronger community along this way. We've, we've gone through a lot of lean years. You know, most of us have done this just out of some bizarre love of either hearing our own voice or the Phoenix suns and and slogged through a lot, but this was a very special opportunity. And and there've been a lot of great people in that chat Uh, loved working with you guys on these post games, Saul, it's been great to have you in the fold this year. Just in general, thank you to each and every one of you. It's cheesy, I know, but I genuinely mean that because the last eighteen months have not been easy in this world, and this group has acted as as a support group in many ways. Not just the ups and downs of the, the sun, last but five meant, years
4: for sure. Yeah. You know,
2: it meant it meant I knew each week. When we were you know, going through the pandemic, I had people I was going to talk to. Names of people. I don't know what Coda Kids' real name is, but I knew I was going to get to talk with them every Saturday morning or whenever we did a show. Coach Fallen Founder. like These people that are they're that there, uh, win, lose, early morning, late night, that show up in these chats, thank you. Thank each and every one of you. It, it has meant more than we ever actually expressed. and I say that at the beginning of each show. You, you know, you, you the flaming ballers mean more to us than than, you know, it's not just a line. You actually do. Thank you for for everything.
3: Well, I guess I'll piggyback off of that. Um, you know, last summer sucked bad because there was nothing going on um, and I I wanted to do some podcasting. Um, and I, I, try to do it, uh, on a professional level. And then, uh, I, I got a chance to speak with Espo and Dave and Espo invited me in and to be a part of the sun solar panel. And, uh, in my first year here, we went to the finals. So I just say, I got to come back obviously. <laughs> uh, but in all seriousness, working with, with, with you two. Um, and then you know, John and, and Matt jumping into the fold as well, and, and us combining forces and going to everywhere from Chupacabra to, to four peaks and, and, and engaging with the fans. And that was the that's the thing I think I'll take away the most is like you know, I confused Blaze Megatron in my first very episode for Flex from Jersey, and then I was like, Oh man, I totally got this wrong. And uh and and, and it just stuck out because every time i see blaze i think of flex and every reason and the reason why i say that is because they have such a a part in this show um and what we do and keeping it going more than anything because if there was only like two people watching every saturday i don't know how much motivation we'd have to do this um but it's been fun and it's been fun and it's like a big giant family and every time i i go out and see somebody or somebody sees me and says hey you know i I listen to the show because obviously we don't see their pictures um, you know, it, it, means a lot. And it's like, dude, thank you so much for listening. It, it means a lot. And this community has only gotten bigger. And I think the, the, the bandwagon, Hey, I'm okay with it. It's getting bigger. And some of that bandwagon is like Espo said, his four-year-old daughter, uh, my, my 12-year-old daughter out in the living room as well. She watched every single game. She she couldn't even watch game, game six tonight. She watched it for the first quarter and then she had to go to the other side of the house. And, and just listen because she was too stressed out. <laughs> you know I mean? I, you know, I'm giving her a complex, but it's okay. It's okay because you know what? You're not living if you're not passionate about something and we're all passionate about the Phoenix suns and that's all right. You know, uh, Jim Valvano gave a, a, a tremendous speech back in the day before he passed away. And he said, if you don't, you, you know, every day you should, you should laugh. You should cry. You should get em- your emotions stirred. Um, and that's, that's living a life. And I think the sons do that. Um, and, and I'm fortunate to, to be a part of this with all you guys. And I love you.
4: Who's going to follow that up? I can't even follow that up. I already said my stuff earlier. So (laughs) all I'm going to say is, uh, and not as good as you two, so I'm not even going to try, but, um, I do love everybody. I've been here for. As long as that's all, cool. um, <laughs> all I'm going to say is thank you, Tori Craig, for bringing a championship ring to the Phoenix Suns. Cash um, <laughs> uh, oh, considerations. Dude. Congratulations on your championship! Got a championship ring now. Bob can buy it off of him and pretend he has one. So um, there's there's your there's your big thanks, Tori Craig, for bringing us the the championship grit that we needed until you know the finals. Uh, This was such a great run and I'm always going to be this guys. Some of us were around and conscious in 1993 and knew what was happening then. And yeah. And this is the first time since then, this is further than they ever got with Steve Nash. So I am so ecstatic about this and I don't want it to be a one year run. I do feel like because the team is so young and Chris Paul came in like Steve Nash came in. I feel like this is the 0405 season. And we've got five more years of this to come. And hopefully Bob Sarver doesn't do anything to screw it up. Don't Joe Johnson it. By the way, Joe Johnson it.
2: it. Code Jim in the chat. I actually want to finally answer your question. You've asked me multiple times throughout this run. Who's Cam Johnson, which is a joke about the draft night that we did when they took Cam Johnson. (laughs) And I went, who the hell is this guy? I actually think that was the title of it. And he is yep. the best damn power forward, small forward to come out of college that I had no idea who the hell he was when they drafted him. You know so what's on?
4: Thank you. I know who That's he laugh. is now. I, is the if you draft in like a week?
3: Yeah. We're gonna say
4: the same shit about whoever they draft next
3: week. You you know what's so funny is is uh like what three months ago when we got Tory Craig or four months ago, I was like, Tory Craig, who cares? Like he's not gonna do anything for us. (laughs) Oh man, was Uh, I wrong. I'm sorry, Tory Craig. I tell you, I apologize to you like two months after that, and I will apologize to you again. I love you. I hope you stay around. I love your energy, Tory Craig.
4: Hey, and I want to th- thank Frank Kaminsky for being no worse than the fourth or fifth best big on the floor. Unfortunately, he's the second best big for the Suns, maybe even the top big, depending on how you <laughs> thought DeAndre Ayton played tonight. Um, that was, uh, you know, we got we got lucky with Frank Kaminsky as well.
0: <laughs> Matthew, what uh, what do you have to Sorry, say I before we get out of here? Um, we gave you a giggle, Dave. <laughs>
1: I, I, yeah i was gonna say you ever watch the Mari show where like they would have the drill sergeants go in the teenage woman's uh rooms and wake them up with fake babies that's <laughs> i want to i want to compare that to john in a way what to where medicine
4: are you on <laughs> jesus Christ!
1: john was that drill sergeant i was a, i was a teenager who was thinking about getting pregnant but i didn't John helped (laughs) this whole thing with the podcast. Of course, John and I earned it together, but he has really been stable. We both have. We've both fed off of each other in a way where I never thought it was possible. And I honestly think that he's made me into him in his podcast has made me into a man, you know, one hair downstairs, maybe a couple after this one, who knows? But uh, like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. Help you with
3: that. What is going on right so, now? <laughs> so, so can I
2: translate this? No, what? Are you I saying some
1: confessions I'm saying right now thank- I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Thank you. This podcast has actually helped me out a lot in life. And Espo, Saul, even Dave coming on here. You know, the anxiety, <laughs> the anxiety. The anxiety I feel facing you guys to have my own my own takes on the Suns. It's, it's very difficult. It, it is. And I like the challenge I have with you guys to get over that. Next year, I feel like I'll be better. I feel like it's going to be even a better podcast. You guys has helped me out. I just want to throw that out there, and thank listen, you, John, for being that drill sergeant when listen, I'm a pregnant teenager.
3: Listen, you know, you know who you are to us. You are our Dennis Rodman. You, <laughs> you know, know what I James am? Absolutely, Smith. our Dennis Rodman. We need, he's no, going to show
4: up next year with we, face fake tattoo or face tattoos. He's, he's going to have him.
3: colored hair. He's yeah. going to have Carmen Electra around his arm. We're all going to dig Not it. We don't care. He's going to say some crazy shit like he always does, but it's going to be fantastic, and we embrace you for it. As long as you don't offend too many people,
1: we love them. Yeah, Well, you can know what I, I really am, though, really quick, is I'm the, I'm the kid – I'm the four-year-old kid in Thanksgiving football. Where it's like give oh, him a play, let him run up the middle for a touchdown, we'll play some serious ball after that. That's what I am. <laughs> My takes are that four-year-old kid running for the end zone, feeling <laughs> jolly as hell, but it doesn't even count. That's the way – that's we're, what I am right now. We're, we're the older guys count, trying to stiff-arm you for some count. reason. I,
2: look, was, can I translate that? Were you no, trying please. to say – that the son's jam session is your and John's love child, and uh, and you wanted to thank him for no, for I'm helping a drill you sergeant in this in.
0: scenario.
4: Well, hey, some people are into wow. that. I don't you know. know. Some people are into that. One. Person <laughs> I don't what sergeant, I was saying. The other one. I've was had drilling. six beers okay. of that, All right. All right.
0: Uh, my, well, my, my my turn. Damn it. Yeah. Wow. Please okay. please
1: get this on the rails. Let,
4: let, 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 that let's that up.
0: Yeah, let's get this back on the rails. And, and finish up, you know, because you guys talk about like, you know, next year, I'm going to be dude. next year. Like our next podcast is in like three days, Matthew. Like, you know, we don't stop making content. It ain't over. It ain't, over. it ain't over. You know, that's the beauty of basketball and the beauty of sport is it, it's continual. And it's, you know, that's the great thing about the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, it's going to suck. And for these next this next week we're going to absorb it, but you know what? There's a draft coming up and there's summer league and there's Devin Booker playing in the Olympics. And then it's, then it's preseason and boom, like we're right back in it. It doesn't stop. And that's the beauty of this. Free agency. Yeah. Free agency, everything. Like we don't have time to sit around and just feel sorry for ourselves. So be thankful for what happened. Be thankful to everybody. You know, again, to, to you, Matthew, for, for doing this every night with me, you know, I am very, very, uh, I like I I I crave creativity. And this has been fun and a creative outlet to talk about the Phoenix Suns and still to talk about them with you. You know, it's and now doing it with uh the Sun solar panel guys. It's just been so much fun. You know, experiencing this team with more than just, you know, a couple people on Twitter, and that's been fun too, of course. But to actually have a platform to to talk about what we saw and, and see if I'm not a crazy, you know, I always thought I'm like, am I a crazy Suns fan? Because I see it this way. But when I started listening to the Sun Solar Panel guys and seeing them, like, hey, I'm, I am not alone. You know, we're all a little crazy for being, uh, yeah, I am here. Yeah. With
3: all. We got four year old kid mentions and Michael Jackson. Awesome. Wow. Let's wrap this baby up. Okay. So I'll, I'll,
0: I'll wrap it up with this. That's so, how baby, we get
3: personal, man.
0: Sorry, <laughs> you know, uh, going back to the music, man. Okay. There were bells on the hill. But I never heard them ringing. No, I never heard them at all. Till there was you. That's you, Phoenix Suns. Uh, That's what you. You were fantastic this season. Thank you for everything that you did for this city, for this fan base, for us as podcasters, for our jamsters, and all of our flaming ballers in the chat. Thank you for giving us a memorable season. We will always look back on this season. Seven seconds or less era, The 93 Suns. You know, these are the seasons that you go back and you talk about what happened. And we have it all on video, so fuck. <laughs> so, damn it. So, you know, uh, there's a lot of exciting we're things that play we that have. Back
4: for you next Go year. for it. I
0: don't care. That's great. <laughs> I have no shame. But we have a lot of things in store for you, the flaming ballers and the uh, the jamsters. So we look forward to rolling those out. But you know what? Season's over. Absorb the wounds for a couple days and come right back here because we're going to be talking about the draft here in a couple days. So, you know, anyone else got anything to say, or can I wrap this baby up?
2: wrap wrap
0: it up all right thank you ladies and gentlemen for joining the sun's jam session in the sun solar panel podcast make sure you subscribe rate and review whatever platform you're listening to this on and if you're in the youtube channel hit the thumbs up (laughs) button and hit the subscribe button (laughs) on that note take care everybody matthew do you have anything to tell these people before they get we get out of here today
1: go home love your family